it's Jen the Builder. And Corey. And happy hump day, y'all. Oh, man, hump day. I do not like that term. It was always so confusing to me, too. But I was like, this is what we say. I don't know if that's what we say in America, and it doesn't apply <laughs> to the rest of the world, which wouldn't surprise me. Okay. Yeah, we, we've we've done things in America that people around the world don't do. Right. And when they hear about it, they're looking at looking at us like, what? What? Right. <laughs> is this your life? I wonder what we'd call it instead. Yeah. Does something come to your mind? Uh, the middle of the week? How about right? that? How about just that? Welcome to the middle. You made it to the middle. You made it to the to middle. To all the middle children out there. Um, I love uh, my friends who are middle children. I'm the oldest. I'm the Corey, youngest. you're the youngest. Yeah. <laughs> And that's very clear, I feel, in our relationship at times. The nerve. The truth. <laughs> <laughs> but we've adjusted well. Yeah, we have. And then you do let me pull the baby moves like, no, I'm wifey and I need some, you know, some of that uh, babying. I don't mind saying that. It feels great to be pampered. It feels great to be tended to. I, I love those moments. Yeah, not always having to be in charge and yes. watching out for everybody. You want to be watched out after sometimes, yes. too. Superheroes need love and attention. There you go. <laughs> and I say superheroes because our last episode was, it, it just continued to fuel me. Oh, yeah. And give me so much energy. And you are a superhero, so enjoy it. As are you. dun da da, da. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. So... This episode, light, easy, and it's really based on a question that you'd ask me. Yeah, so I asked Jen, and I love asking these kind of questions. And if you hang around with me a little bit, you'll know that from time to time, Corey will drop one of those questions on you just to see what your answer is. And it's not from a book. It's not from anything that we've uh, ever experienced before. I just really have a curiosity about what this could bring about. So mm-hmm. the question is to her and to you, if I said 23 years ago, and if you're younger than that, then, you know, you just got to minus that a few years. But I ask her if 23 years ago, if I had to show you this life, you're currently living, what would you say? I said, no, she said, I, just straight up. No, I would not believe that. And let me explain. 20- Whose life is that? <laughs> yeah. Like, first, as I said, Corey, first, I wouldn't have believed you. Absolutely not. Because I wouldn't have known you 23 years ago. Right. Um, well, that's why I picked 23, because I knew it was right before we had met. But it wasn't so far that. Right. You know. So here was my response to you in detail. And I said, if someone told me that I was going to be in management and be a leader and deploying departments, having a successful business, being in a wonderful, loving, nurturing relationship, having kids who are grown adults and responsible and thriving. I would have laughed at that. And then, you know, a home just full of all these Sanrio stuff, like in my office, you know, like for those who know the story, Sanrio was a a love that I lost when I lost my dad. Mm-hmm. So I would be like, that's a total dream. 
like, how would that even be? You know, and my history back then, I was just getting over and starting to heal from all the negativity, all the things that um, was pegged on me, against me, and based on things that I had done in my past. And that was based on a lot of harm and lack of safety and trust in my childhood. Right. Right. So that's the long answer to no. Like, I, I just would not have believed it. So I, I asked that question because a lot of times when we're shown things about our future and you say, well, how, how would I be shown anything about my future? Well, a lot of us go to school to acquire an education mm. to have a better future. Yes. And in acquiring that, you had to have dreamed that you wanted to be right. an architect, uh, a doctor, a lawyer, um, an analyst. A firefighter, uh, you know, whatever that uh, may be, you you had to begin to dream. Yes. And so in that dream or that fantasy, and this is a little bit reminiscent of, of the last episode, but not identical, mm. um, you, you start to believe, hey, I'm getting closer to graduating college and or I'm getting closer to getting that certificate to be a, a IT tech or whatever. Yeah. I know how much they make. I know what they, you know, can do. I want to know in myself, am I capable of that? Mm -hmm. I see what he has. And so that, that was the, the crux of, of that um, question and the reason why I brought it up the way I did. And so um, back to Jen, I just want to, so now that you see that, looking back 23 years, what would you tell that Jen today? Mm -hmm. I forget the power of that question. I don't even think that's an empowering question. I think that's provocative, mm -hmm. right? Um, what I would say to her, uh, and I feel emotions, and I'm, I'm <laughs> going to welcome these emotions, and these emotions are about just being in awe of where 23 years can take you, Um even though, like, you thought you weren't going to amount to anything. Like, 23 years ago, I felt like there's something there, but I, you know, no way, right? So what I would have told myself or what I tell myself is, yes, way. Yes, way, that this was not all in vain, that your gifts that you know that you have now are going to expand and just hang in there and everything that's happened to you that where you thought it was unfair or wasn't welcome. Okay. I'm about to be, I'm, I'm, I'm about to play unfair. I'm a, I'm a play the younger gen. <laughs> okay. What do you mean? Hang in there. Do you see what my life is now? And you're telling me that I'm going to be okay. My answer to that would simply be yes. And yes, this is unfair. And yes, it hurts right now. And hurt is a part of life and you can choose to heal through it. So find ways to heal through it. Get people around you that are going to love you through it. 
and tap into who you are and don't ignore the emotions that are coming up for you. Um, and you and your children are going to be more than okay. You know, I, that's what I'd say to myself and just, I, I hate the word just cause it downplays it. Stay in it because you're stronger than you know. Stay in it because you've got so much life to give and the childlike humor and playfulness that you had is actually what's going to carry you through. Mm, that's deep. Yeah. And so if you're listening to this, I definitely pose those questions to you as well. Um, if you had to look back and, and talk to that younger you, what would you tell yourself? What would be the thing that pushes, pushes you through and gives you the power to um, explain that? Because, you know, I, I look back on the 23 year old or 23 younger, 23 year younger Corey. And I don't think I would have to do much convincing. I don't think I would have to say a whole lot. I can I, see that. <laughs> I think if I had that opportunity and I just, was able to give him a good shake, like wake your ass up. You right. I mean, right. I think that would be plenty to be like, okay, okay. You got my right. attention, <laughs> you know? Um, I'm not going to say bad stuff didn't happen. I'm not going to say that I had uh, the greatest life, but you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm the guy that always pulls out the ruler. What does that mean? I'm measuring my life and myself to me and what I've gone through, not to what you've gone through, because I don't know what you've right. gone through. I don't know how to deal with it. Some people have been through some horrendous things and I dare not minimize it or blow mm -hmm. it up to be bigger than what it is. I just simply say that was your life mm -hmm. and you had to live through it. And I'm sorry that you had to go through the bad times, but this is my life. And that that's a lot of how I push through. Yeah. I, I know this is my life. I have to live it to the best of my ability. I had to wake up. I had to be shaken. And I, and then I like to imagine that I did have that conversation with the younger me at some point in time. I, I like to imagine that I had to shake him to a point to where he stopped doing the silly right. things in the, in the, immature things grow up man you're 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 an adult now you can't live this way for the rest of your life i like to imagine that and i and i like to imagine that you you did the same thing at some point in time oh for sure you know that that uh cartoon or tv show where they smack the person across the face a yeah. couple times I, I i see that <laughs> in myself like i'm psh, psh, i up. see it more you know the cartoons where they like double up it's a yeah yeah, yeah. Those, I had those moments. And I'm sure if you're listening, you had that moment at some point in time. You too. might be having it right now. Might be having it right now, and that's okay. <laughs> but um, it's those things that I imagine that allow me to even see the 23 young Corey of today, 23 years from now. Yeah. What are the possibilities, and where are you going? I haven't yes. stopped dreaming. I haven't stopped imagining. It's not over. And I don't live in real time all the time. Yeah. And, and and anybody that lives only in the very presence or present is cutting themselves short, in my opinion. Mm. Now, I don't think you should fantasize to the point to where you're a billionaire and that you got 
uh, so much money, you don't ever have to do anything unless that's your dream. That's not my dream. Right, right. One of the things to younger self, um, and I really want to make sure to say this because I don't know, I think there might be some women listening to this and you are experiencing or have experienced failed relationships. If someone told me 23 years ago, I'd be in a marriage that lasted and that is what it is today. That would have been like, yeah, okay, maybe. Yeah. And so I would have told myself, you're going to experience love and marriage the way it was meant to be. You're going to be in something healthy and you're going to know what that feels like. So it brings me to this exercise for anyone who's on this elevator with us right now and you're a writer or you're a reflector or a journaler, right? Or even if you're not, you can still do this. And I've met people who write things out or record themselves. I think it's important to read back what you've written. Um, on my team, Myra does this wonderful exercise and it's the I am, right? Mm-hmm. So it defines who you are based on how you see yourself and then what you do or how you do that. So we just talked about a bookstore that we went to, an indie bookstore, and I'm not going to read the whole book, but moms, dads, there's this wonderful book called My Name is Malala. And it starts off with, my name is Malala. I grew up in Pakistan. I am a daughter. My mother and father always make me laugh. I am a sister. My two younger brothers are loud, right? And she just defines who she is, how she identifies. And so I just love this practice because it's like this. So I am a good leader. Mm -hmm. I encourage my team to have full autonomy and be creative. I support what they bring to me. Right. And so I am a loving mother. I check on my kids. I talk to them about anything and everything. I welcome their emotions. Side note, didn't used to be that person. Right. Right. So I think these are just good practices. And if you're not there yet, another way or another addition to this journaling um, exercise is I am and in future tense. Yeah. So for me right now, I am healthy. I want to see myself, Corey, 23 years from now, well into like deep years in our marriage and being a business owner that gets to travel the world and meet people from all over the world and inspire and motivate and partner with them. Yeah. And that's a, uh, and I, I'm going to say this, it's going to sound a little funny, but that's a smacked up gin talking. And <laughs> <laughs> please, please say more. So we just talked about how we had oh, to shake that, ourselves brrr, yeah. and, and smack ourselves around a little bit. That's a smacked up gin talking. <laughs> you know, an unsmacked up gin would be like, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I think anything could happen. Yeah. Well, yeah, anything could happen, but you could also do something about that. Anything. I love that analogy of smacked up. And we're not <laughs> saying like we're nowhere near promoting abuse. No. But it's those moments of shock yeah. that just like wake you up yeah. and brings you back. Brings you like, back. Oh my goodness, where have I been in the last five years? Mm-hmm. Here I am. 
here I am. Listen to me roar. That's a Katy Perry. I love that song, by the way. And and let's be really clear. I want you to hear this loud and clear. It's okay to smack yourself up, to wake up and get to work now, right now, not not tomorrow, not the next day, not right now. It's okay. And you, what you do today is your best work. Yeah, you, it's not too late to do it, and you don't have to Thank wait. Thank you for that. It's not too late. Do you know that that's been a shift, and I'm happy for this shift, because you can't be a promoter of growth if you shrink people. Right. So, for example, there was a bunch of influencers saying, if you're in your 20s, now's the prime time. If you're in your 30s, you're still okay. If in your if you're in your 40s, eh, and they never even addressed more than that. <laughs> it is time. The time is now. We say, if you're alive. Yes. Hello. If you're breathing. Yeah. Then you can change. Yeah. You can don't, change. Some, don't shrink you. Yeah. You can change some things and you can change you before it gets too far out of my mind, because you, you made mention of some, uh, the women that may be, no, I love our women. I know you do. Um, may be wondering about their relationships or concerned about, uh, relationships, but I say the same thing to the men out there, you know, uh, we have, we have gone through some stuff and it's, yeah. it's not the same as yesteryear where it was just the women going through things mm-hmm. or just the women talking about what they're going through. We as men have been doing things the wrong way and trying to put all the weight on our own shoulders and carry the world. So if you're a man or if you're a woman knowing that your man has tried to carry entirely too much and have experienced awful relationships, broken relationships, cheating relationships, a relationship that produced a child that the woman didn't tell the man about. I mean, I'm going extreme because it's all out there and it's all happening. You may be a mother that has a son that's been through some of this stuff there's still hope there's still possibility and there's still a way to walk in that destiny. Totally. Yeah, totally. That reminds me of you, Corey and the things that you've gone through. And I can say this being an active partner in your life and also an observer, because I do intentionally take a couple steps back or to get a better view of what you're going through is that through the years as you've grown and you've trusted yourself, that's not to say that that pressure and external noise that you've gone through before no longer exists. In fact, I think it gets louder at times. Like it's interesting. The more you walk in your greatness, the more um, adversities come at times. Right. And so you just learn to keep trusting yourself and I feel you on that. I've I've been in conversations, whether most of them are indirectly, like I'll hear about it. And there's just a lot of bashing, period. Like, um, and I'm all for women empowerment and not at the sake of bashing each other or men. Yeah. Like, let's give each other a chance to achieve what they're what they're made to do. Yeah. And encourage, you know, um, 
good behavior and, and those practices and be a part of it. I love Corey when we were in the car um, and I'm going to try to explain this visualization. If you have HBO max and it might be already on YouTube, Renee Brown did her Atlas of the heart and she did this wonderful um, visual aid of what sympathy and empathy look like. So I want you to imagine me and Corey are side by side and we're extending our arm out to each other. So my right arm, his left arm. And sympathy, really like Corey will pull me in. So he'll hold me by my arm, pull me into him closer. And I'm doing the same. And it's so much so that you can't see where Corey begins, where I begin, because we're so interlocked, right? right. Empathy, then we take some steps away from each other and now what we're doing is touching each other at our fingertips so there's still contact there's still the i'm here and i understand but i'm not involved in what you're going through to where i can't properly support you right right and i love what you said because one of the words i'd use for you Corey, as far as your values in life because it just shows up so much is compassion mm. i said so Corey, how would you do something like that and sh let it be compassion. And you said, I would just stay right there. Like where empathy is stayed in touch and letting you see there's so much amazing things ahead of you and I'm going to be here for it. And I'm going to um, be your partner in this. And you said it beautifully, and I don't want to mess up your words. No, I just would I, I would love to show that person that there's uh, even ground. You don't have to worry about the pitfalls because somebody is there with you. Somebody is, you know, observing where you're headed. And, and it's easy to check in on someone. I used to argue with, you know, my mom a lot because my mom would say, you just need to call and check on them and make sure they're okay. And I'm like, I always do that. That's why is that my job? How come I have to do that? But that's where the compassion comes in mm -hmm. because that phone call to say, Hey bro, you doing good. They might be doing horrible, but that moment that you called and said, how are you doing? Change the trajectory of that day just enough to prevent that next drink or that next get high or possibly even something more. Um, terrible happening. Yeah. And I had a moment over the weekend, speaking of compassion, I didn't show up for someone as planned. And no, you know, no excuses on that. I overslept. I missed opportunity with a very dear friend of mine. And I, you know, I'm going to reach out to her, but it's those moments. And so I'm not going to avoid the fact that that could be perceived as she's not there for me kind of thing, you know, but compassion is a real thing and it does take action. It does. And it you are required. Sometimes it's uncomfortable. What I mean by that is you're tired. So you're like, eh. And we, we definitely teach and practice and believe in self-love. And... There's also that part of you that can be stretched to, you know, like, yeah. To the max. <laughs> yeah. And we welcome the stretch. 
But but I, I'll, I'll speak to that. And the reason why I started is because I know what I'm about to say, and I know it's a tough statement to make, and it's something that we and I have to stand by. You know, mm. no matter how stretched we are, no matter how busy we are, and we're talking about full time jobs, full time business, podcast twice a week, band, um, company outside of the 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 business that we have to tend to, we still have to maintain our morals, our values, and our friendships. Our integrity. And yes. our integrity. So it's it's a tough balancing act. And I've said this before. There is no work-life balance in my life. It's just you're picking and choosing what needs more tending to at the time. Because if you think you can balance all that and do it properly, you got another thing coming. So sometimes we fall off, but it's important that we get back on. We don't make any excuses about it. We just get back on and say, hey, I dropped the ball, but I'm back on it. Yeah. That's a good summary. There's more we can say to that. But you know what? <laughs> 25 minutes. People are like, Jen, it, Corey, we, we count on this for 22 minutes because, you know, a lot of people take us on their rides, on their commute. Yeah. Um. So if you've had to pause this and put us on again, we appreciate that. I am just intuitively feeling that there's going to be a shift. And it's so important that um, we share what's on our hearts and that we uplift and we challenge and we cheer on and we're just real about what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, so anyhow, it's been another wonderful time being with you and we'll talk again soon. You know that you can, um, I hope y'all can know that our Instagram, uh, take the elevator underscore podcast or Jen, the builder underscore elevate, and um, send me a message. We'll respond. And then, you know, our, my link tree is on there so you can see all the ways to contact us. But we've got resources. So if there's something that we can't assist you with, we know people who can or organizations that can and will. So you are not alone on this journey and we are cheering you on for sure. We know that you can do this. We know that... Um, your future self thanks you. Yes, indeed. You know us to take the elevator. We say look up and let's elevate. elevate. Every-